What's up, y'all? This is uh, the Brothers Comics Game of Thrones recast, webcast, podcast, catch up from last night. Uh, this comes to you a day late. Uh, our schedule's all thrown off. The 10 percenter himself is still wandering, making his way back from San Diego. So we have, uh, we're making up for that with a, with a new face back on the, on the podcast this week. So this is uh, Swarm Brother Beavis of the Night's Watch uh, here. <laughs> For this uh, episode two, uh, this week we are going to go ladies first, female perspective, say hello. Hello. <laughs> and and just, anything else. And I know things. <laughs> <laughs> I know things. <laughs> and returning for this week two, Sandman, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Squire Sandman. At your service again. What's going on? And, and and the producer not yet scared away from Game of Thrones uh, season seven. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, um, I can only go if the show is delayed. So <laughs> that's why I'm here. Is that what we calling it? <laughs> yes. If the show was if, if y'all recorded last night, I would have been editing it today. That's all I can say. <laughs> All right. So this episode was, I think, you know, a lot of the same players as as episode one. I think the pacing is still sort of a mix of we're rushing through, but still making moments for characters. Uh, I think it's definitely some good moments this week. And so we'll get right into it. I think let's start, uh, you know, just to sort of to get it out of the way, since Aria opened for us last week. Uh, she didn't have as big a role this week, but she did have a big scene, I think one that was a long time coming. And so uh, her, she has a, a, a sort of, odd, you know, her odd continuation of her story through the, um, through the forest. And she has a run-in with a throwback character, Hot Pie, who was one of the characters that uh, <laughs> she had escaped from, from King's Landing with, and they have a pretty interesting exchange. And she finds out now for the first time that, the Starks are back in Winterfell, and uh, apparently news doesn't travel fast. Uh, how'd you guys? Uh, that was sort of a cool yeah. moment though when she came to that realization. Yeah. Yeah. If you ain't got a raven, that's your ass in that world. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, they, they didn't have cell phone towers for the ravens or anything like that. No. <laughs> but you know, it does sort of get her on this. You know, she's she up till now had been on this. She'd been on the. Terminator Tour 2000, uh, <laughs> trying to kill everybody on her list, and Cersei was up next, and and she's now faced with maybe there's something besides all that, and you know for the first time in a few seasons she stops thinking about killing people and finally uh, turns to the north and heads home. Uh, so, producer, your love, mm. hatred for Arya, how'd you feel about it this week? I'll go back to last week where uh, she um, killed everybody in that opening scene, which, again, I'm not a real big fan of her as a character, uh, if you listen to any of the recap shows. Um, it's, I mean, it's fine. I, it, you know, the less of Arya for me is the better. I, uh, of all the, the female characters on that show, she's probably my least favorite. But, um, yeah, you know, her her finally heading north, even though that – you know, yeah, I mean, y'all are right. It's just, you know, nothing 
they, they like, oh yeah. By the way, yeah, your your bastard uh, stepbrother is actually king of the north. What? What? Oh, okay. And so, you know, and, you know, her little concluding scene with the dire wolves or whatever. I was just like, okay. The, but for me, the less Arya, the better. That's kind of how I feel. Female perspective. Can you give um, us a better perspective I, well, on Arya? <laughs> I do like Arya. Um, I do think it was cool that she, you know, finally realized that her her half brother or step brother is is now the king of the north. So um, I'm assuming she's headed north to be re- reunited with her family. So um, I think that's cool, considering you know she's been on a killing spree for a hot minute. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn man. Yeah, I got a soft spot for the Starks period because I mean they just take L's left and right. So like <laughs> anytime, and y'all know that anytime that uh, uh something good can happen to them, I'm all for it. But just as we saw, you know, she finally starts heading home, and now John is going to see Khaleesi, and so they're probably going to miss each other, and they're still, they're still probably not going to be uh, reunited. So yeah, and, the ball yeah. is always. Of all yep. the Starks, yeah. she's actually closest to John um, because he, you know, didn't yeah. fit in, and she didn't fit in either because she didn't want to live the life that of the right. sort of the princess. So, so yeah, that's important. Yeah. Then, she was ahead. she was more like a tomboy, uh, yep. essentially. Very much. So, yeah. Yep. It, it is almost like an episode of Three's Company, though, when you're dealing with the Starks and the Wall <laughs> and them constantly missing each other. You know, all yeah, yeah. because every time somebody's almost going to meet up, somebody Something heads happens. out the door. Yeah, yeah you know, it's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's shoot, I mean, I think Sam has met damn near all the Starks. So, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of weird. It's always, you know. It, it's always headed in the opposite direction, and it is going that way with Jon Snow too, uh, and Arya. She heads out that way. So, so in typical fashion, like uh, once she sort of makes the virtuous decision, then her life is immediately threatened by a pack of wild wolves. In the yeah. <laughs> That's what I was about to ask. That was not her wolf. Uh, yeah, I thought was... it. I thought it was at first, but um, but so I this wrong wolf, right? Is that this this week. I watched the uh, the after credits, and so the line was, that's not you, but what she's actually referring to is there's a line of dialogue in season one where Ned Stark lays out her life as this lady of the court, and she says, that's not me. And so that line was a reference of, you know, um, it wasn't Nymeria's place to go with her and be her little bitch as she goes back to be a Stark. It was oh. Ny- Nymeria's place to run wild in the Riverlands with a pack of wolves. So, right. so that was her wolf, but she just didn't want the wolf, want her wolf to go with her. No, the wolf didn't want to go with her. She yeah, very she much wanted to turn around. Okay. Yeah. It's like she knew like, she was going back to uh, Winterfell, so, and she can't live that life. So, you know, and that's the last wolf, correct? Like all the other ones have been I think so. I think so. Ghost is still alive. I think alive. Ghost was the only one that was still alive. Isn't that correct? And that's John's wolf. That, that's yeah, John's isn't John's wolf still alive, or did that get killed and went? And I can't remember. I don't remember seeing oh, it. Was, no, it was still alive when he got resurrected because it was guarding the door with him. Oh, okay. uh, you're right. You're right. I do remember that. Okay. 
But yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, she had her little Harry and the Hendersons move with it back in the day where she had to throw rocks in it and chase off and Nymeria could have been like, You lucky I don't bite you right now. You threw rocks at me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no doubt. All right, so another setup scene uh, that I think we can just sort of get out of the way is back with the Lannisters, and and Cersei's done a lot of posturing this season, um, and she's already trying to get, she got, you know, her first ally, Euron Greyjoy, is is out roaming the waters now, and she's she's trying to line up uh, other defectors from House Tarly, and the only one of note, the only one that we, I'm sorry, not of House Tyrell, uh, the only one of note is Randall Tarley, who we, you know, a father of the year candidate of many yes. on Game of Thrones, uh, <laughs> makes his reappearance and, you know, initially sort of, you know, tries to take the high road and, and stay loyal, but you get the distinct feeling by the end of the discussion with Jamie that he's probably going to come over. Any, anybody get that feeling too? Yeah, definitely. He didn't want to say yes, but he didn't say no. Definitely. Yeah. Either, so. yeah. It's not like he was being swayed. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Like he's, I mean, he's that dude. You know, I mean, yeah, he's that dude. He's as loyal yeah. as he says that he is to the Tyrell. Yeah. Um, he's gonna follow the, he's gonna follow the money and the and the glory. So. So his other, he does pose the interesting question: uh, How are you gonna not get killed by dragons? And so we, uh, we, is it Master? What's his name? Quiburn. Uh, just says we're working on something for that in a not particularly yeah. convincing way, but then we find yeah. out oh he is working on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah right. it didn't. Yeah, he yeah, didn't seem like he had anything. So yeah, he takes him in the basement, uh, and I, they, they had talked about a lot of this in the books, but I think this is actually the first appearance. All these skeletons from the Targaryens' dragons have been on display, um, and they moved them into the basement. And we find this one whose head like fills the whole cavern and he gets the show of force with the ballista. It's hard for me to believe the ballistas weren't invented at that point. They have a lot of other siege weapons, but that's their technology is this ballista is going to shoot a dragon. So I hope they got somebody to aim it, but apparently if they do, it can go through a skull. So yeah. yeah. Right. And there's also the, the, the levy mechanism is a pretty much hair trigger. Cause he's like, yeah, just push this. Like, that could mm-hmm. probably lead to some very serious accidents uh, when testing that out. <laughs> <laughs> like, Cersei like didn't even exert herself to push the button. It just shot out really high. Um, so, <laughs> I, I, for me, this show, and it, it it comes at me in waves sometimes because, again, I watch it so late at night. I'm I'm really just putting together that Robert, uh, or not Robert Baratheon, um, that the Mad King was a Targaryen. So just, just slow. <laughs> y'all gonna have to y'all gonna have to feed this to me and baby bitch. I'm like, it's, a, it's, a of, oh. it's a lot of backstory and history to this stuff. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, like yeah. Well, honestly, if you didn't show it to me in my face, I ain't get it. So I'm that dude. <laughs> they tell yeah, the whole story of of Robert's rebellion and and the fall of Targaryens, and that, that to me that that part of the story has always been more interesting because they sort of leak it out in these back scenes and stories and analogies, uh, you know, more so than the, the war of Kings, which has a lot of parallels that's, that's right in front of you. Mm. And they never, they've never shown like a, a flashback of the mad King, right? No, they haven't. The only thing they've okay. actually shown from that era was the last season when they showed the tower of joy, 
Which is where um, Ned finds his sister dying. Yeah. Right. But they never showed mm-hmm. Rhaegar getting killed. To, they never showed Rhaegar at all. They never showed him getting killed. I don't mm. think they showed Eris or Aegon, whatever. And they never showed, um, you know, like, they talk about it a lot, but they never showed uh, Ned Stark's father and brother getting killed or anything like that. Okay. So. Right. I, I'm good. Yeah, I'm slow on this. All right. So we, uh, we Sandman mentioned earlier, uh, Jon Snow, I guess we sort of have to talk about Khaleesi first um, mm. because that's where this request comes from. But, uh, we, you know, last week ended with, 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 uh, with Khaleesi saying, all right, let's do this. Um, and so now the council of war convenes and she had, you know, a couple, a couple significant scenes this week. The first of which was the dressing down of Varys, uh, which yeah. I wasn't sure he was going to come out of that for a minute. Yeah. I yeah. thought she was going to kill his ass. <laughs> that was very interesting. Yeah, I, I did I too. I didn't think he was going to trying to find out how loyal he was. I, I didn't think she was going to kill him. I just, I think she was just trying to see where his head really was was that so yeah right at least I think she she has a pretty strong record of asking questions that she already knows the answer to um Mm -hmm. so yeah I think it was more about how he answered more than what he said and and I thought you know his you know his position was like yeah if you fuck up I am going to take you out and I thought you know her her wisdom to sort of recognize that and say how about instead you tell me I'm fucking up and, and maybe I won't have to put it down. Maybe I'll listen. Who knows? Yeah. So I, th- I thought that was I thought that was a, a pretty good scene. Um, you know, t- Tyrion trying to jump in and save his boy. She wasn't having any of that. Um, <laughs> that was a pretty good scene. Well, and it it's gonna parallel the scene that we're gonna talk about um, later, or her other scene. I think that you're gonna bookmark it for. Like I did think Barris was gonna get it too. Um, but it would have also, you know, some of the things that he has done, um, her, I don't know, killing him in that setting probably wouldn't have been the, the proper come up for him. Um, so uh, in, in that sense, I was like, oh, I can't believe they're just going to do it kind of like this in front of these people. You know, some of the things that he has done, if and when he does get it, it should be a lot more um, brutal than, you know, right? whatever. He should get eaten yeah. by a dragon. I think she has a tenuous alliance to some of these people. And so, you know, on the one hand, yeah, maybe, maybe playing the strong hand would help with that, but maybe this isn't the time for that. So Mm -hmm. who knows? But yeah, that, that sort of gives way to the surprise return. Not really that surprising, but the surprise return of the red lady. Mm -hmm. Uh, 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 Yeah. So, and, and I think that her transformation still from, you know, whereas she's gone from, I know everything, now she's like been humbled. They ask her specifically about visions, and she's like, eh, I don't know about those visions things." Uh, I just I think her transformation has been great, um, and it'll be interesting to see, like, uh, if if she does come into contact with Sir Davos and, and John, how that goes. But I think the her restriction on her was she couldn't go back to the north because it wasn't like if mm-hmm. I ever see you, I'll kill you. It was like if you ever come back yes. to the north, I'll kill you. Well, yeah, that was Davos, a, didn't Davos say if he saw her, he was killing? Yeah, I yeah, think Davos he might have said, said that. that. Yeah, John yeah. said that, if, yeah, if you ever come to us again, we're going to hang you as a murderer. Yeah, but, yeah, Davos said, yeah, I'm, I see your ass again. I'm going to kill you. Right. <laughs> it was, yeah, was plain. Yeah, so it's going to be very interesting to see what happens there. 
Well, and I thought, her, I'm sorry, but her her crisis of faith essentially too that yeah. you know she can't mm-hmm. really you know she doesn't really know where she's going now that she's got you know that um the God, I forget the dude's name who wasn't Stannis. really the king yeah Stannis. Stannis wasn't really yeah. the king and she had uh, bet pretty much her whole Everything. existence on yeah. Stannis being the king and he wasn't you know and now she's kind of just lost and wandering around um, it does speak to what you said last week brother uh, Beavis though about um they they've been definitely getting some walking on. Uh, she made it all the way. <laughs> yes, they have. Yep. He got some serious walking on from. Uh, she came from the wall all the way down yep. there. So just yeah. you know, whatever. How, how does she know to go there? I guess the work got out that they are at Dragonstone now. So I, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe she saw it in the fire, but maybe that's yeah, just, that was where she does, left. She does right. have access to magic and stuff, though, doesn't she? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, she could have very well have used that. Mm. I thought that whole thing with the prince or princess was kind of cheesy. I mean, yeah, me too. Oh, with the with the yeah, with the the language of interpreting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, it, it was what it was. I mean, I, I'm. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about um, Khaleesi, but uh, at a point for me, I'm just like. Okay, like we know where this is headed. Uh, yeah. So the scenes just become, you know, the people around her are an infinitely more interesting than she is at this point. Yeah. Well, Khaleesi's yeah. my girl, so um, you know, <laughs> I, I'm behind her 100. Uh, percent mm-hmm. I'm ready for them to get mm-hmm. on with it, though. Um, they need to go on and and fight, start this fight. So yeah, them. Uh, continuously talking about it is just prolonging it to me. But yeah, <laughs> well, Khaleesi needs to watch out because being dubbed uh, Azor High by the Red Lady is sort of like the Madden mm-hmm. curse. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> she might she might yeah. lose an ACL or something here in in a battle coming up. I don't know. Yeah. Well, so right. here's and here's the thing that struck me this week in, in female perspective. I want to get your take on this. We have. You know, after that sort of business is settled, we have the War Council, which consists exclusively of these of these strong female leaders uh, trying to come to an agreement. Uh, a lot of the sort of wheeling and dealing is by Tyrion, but it's really to sort of bring concurrence from this War Council. And and I think, uh, you know, does does the fact that George R. R. Martin and the show producers have put this much power in all these women does that does that offset <laughs> the various rapings and misogyny and everything else that's been done to other women. I mean, is it a balanced slate? Does everybody suffer or, you know, what, how do you feel about this? It doesn't offset it because a lot of that is quite disturbing. Um, but yeah, on the other hand, I mean, it is good to see that they, there is a uh, female empowerment and that they do have these strong women you know, leading this charge. So, I mean, I wouldn't say it balances it out because it kind of doesn't, but, I mean, it is good to see that, you know, on the other side of it. Yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, we talk about this a lot of times in the comic book chat. Like, when you have material that's written by white males, anyone anyone but white males in the stories doesn't stand a good chance of being handled very well. Um, and that's yeah. particularly true for the yeah. fantasy genre when it comes to women. 
So right. Yeah. And you say that, and I tweet storm something earlier today about that. Um, and I mean, it's kind of related to that the show that the new producers got this Confederacy show mm. that they're trying to do. Too. No, you yeah, know when I you saw that when, you tweeted that. That's awful. Yeah, that's, yeah. The when you put awful. when you put marginalized people in the hand of the majority, they're they're gonna come at it from a different perspective, and it's not always going to be positive. And so. A lot of times, yes, they have put women in very powerful roles on this show between Arya and Sansa, um, and like and now and Khaleesi. They have put them there. They're all white, mind you, um, but they also, you know, their their comeuppance when it does happen, it doesn't negate the fact that you know, shoot, uh, Sansa's been raped a bunch of times. Uh, mm-hmm. The relationship that. Uh, Khaleesi has had is, you know, with certain men have been, you know, especially with, with Kyle at the beginning, you know, a little shaky, you know, and even though that turned around in a certain uh, in a certain way, it, it's just a little bit odd. And so, again, when you put a group of people, like a majority group of people writing for an odd majority, it's, it's going to be skewed no matter what. And then, again, you know, we always know that, you know, sometimes Tyrone ain't in the room on those comic book chats and uh, <laughs> some weird stuff happens. And so chances yeah. are when they're writing this show, there's not a woman in the room to be like, yeah, I don't know that we should do that and have that character suffer in such a way. And this is going to come back up as we get the conclusion of this week's episode for me. So, Right. And, and that's what I meant by saying it, it doesn't balance it out. I mean, like, yeah. you, you don't just get, you know, all the suffering that they went through and so forth. And, you know, um, showing them being, well, in some instances, showing them being raped and so forth. But, I mean, I mean, it's good to show the positive aspect of having, you know, women in, in power. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. All right. Right, Sam, Yeah, I agree. It's uh, women, I, I mean, you talk about misogyny, how much I'm going to follow uh, what's old girl, uh, her naked last night. I mean, that's that's been the norm. <laughs> That's been the norm for how many seasons now? You know, they hit it hard and fast in those early seasons, too. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, I don't see how they get any women to watch this to see how, you know, as they're depicted and how they're, they're treated. But, uh, yeah, it doesn't exactly balance it. I mean, yeah, you do have a lot of high-powered females now. Uh, obviously, yes. Yeah, I would still say it's uh, a little uneven. Um, just my opinion of it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was sort of glad to see the N-word return to the opening scene, uh, nudity, to go along with you know, the whole situation. So, uh, <laughs> well played. And I, yeah, and I think, I'm sure Hutch would have enjoyed that as well. <laughs> oh, yes. His text said he did see the show, so I think he's, he's, he's still there in that regard. He's, I think he's traveling through time right now. I, I think this time zone business has just got him completely thrown off. Yeah. So, but that scene with Mashonda and Grayworm was another time where, like, you know, as much as they're racing through all these things, you have a very personal, very private scene um, mm-hmm. that, you know, talks about, you know, he, he finally kind of expresses to her why, you know why this why this relationship is hardest for him, and it's not because of the, the, the eunuch, which is an issue, but because for the first time, you know, he really you know fears. He has fear because he has something to lose. And you know, I thought, you know, it, again, it was nice. 
it's sort of a nice break to see them at this breakneck pace, still still trying to pump the brakes a little bit and give us some insight into the other characters. Right. Uh, and I thought that was a, a real kind of beautiful scene there. I, I was trying to avoid Twitter last night while it was on. Uh, but it was really kind of difficult to, you know, kind of, hey, I want to see some San Diego stuff and avoid, like, you know, uh, the the people live tweeting uh, Game of Thrones. But, um, you know, people were saying some rude stuff about uh, Grey Worm, you know, about his current eunuch situation there. And I'm just like, you know, uh, that's a kind of an immature way to look at it, too. You know, the, their his feelings for her and their ability to, you know, connect with one another doesn't necessarily – change because he doesn't have his dick so I, 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 I thought that was I thought it was like a touching scene you know like between the two yeah, of them. it was uh I also uh, had a well he about to die kind of moment too <laughs> I sort of had that <laughs> feeling too I definitely yeah. had that feeling yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah I yeah, guess yeah <laughs> like oh baby I, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So he might not make it for much further, but yeah, I did. Have, yeah. I thought that I thought it was a really good scene. <laughs> I agree. I, I I thought it was a touching scene as well. Sandman. Yeah, it was a very uh, very emotional scene. You can tell there's a there's more than just uh, uh, how should we say it parts between them. <laughs> it goes deeper than that. It goes more than scant deep, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you, and it, that was very well acted. Uh, I commend both of those uh, actors for that. I, it was yeah. very, uh, a very, a very well uh, acted, very emotional scene. I believe, I thought per- <laughs> particularly when she takes his pants off, or she, you know, asks for permission to take his pants off, and his his lead up and his reaction. I thought, you know, that that's a tough scene to pull off. Yeah, very tough. yeah. Agreed. Well, I think it showed more of an emotional connection more than just the physical aspect right. of it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. So the with with all this going on, the battle plan is now set. Um, they're not going to fly in with dragons. They're not going to send the Dothraki hordes. They're going to try and harness uh, the Greyjoys and the Tyrells uh, and everybody they can to lay siege to uh, King's Landing. And then the the bold stroke is uh, to actually launch an offensive against Castle Rock, the seat of Lannister power. So uh, everyone agrees to that, and immediately after that agreement, uh, Lady Olenna says, oh, by the way, I really don't agree with this plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. funny. <laughs> well, her reasoning behind it, though, is, gr- is good, too, and the fact that, you know, this is you being too kind and gentle with these people because they're not right. going to show you any kind and gentleness. You need to, you know, come hard at them and start burning everything to the ground. Uh, right. Yeah, right. I, you know, and I, I agree with that aspect of it as well because basically she said, listen, you don't have to go through all this. You could easily knock these people out. You you have dragons. So what, what are you doing all this for? I think, we're su- I think we're supposed to believe that Khaleesi doesn't want to lead a world that she has to take by that much force, that she does legitimately want to be better than the people that came before her. She's um, a bit of an idealist. Yeah. 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 A and, little bit. And even she, and she's tried this several times already and it's always gone bad, but she still sticks to this ideal of, uh, you know, I'm going to be the, I'm going to actually be the, the, you know, the benign ruler who brings in the next great age for the people, not just for the royal class. Um, and, 
you know, nothing up to this point in seven seasons has really given us any hope that that's even possible. Because we've seen time and time again, it's just a terrible place and terrible things happen to everybody. Yep. And especially the people that she's going up against. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're they're pretty dirty. So, yeah, Yeah. they're they're not going to stand for that either. Well, and... And I'll, and my other thought as we get to the wrap-up here, too, is as we get to the scene with, with Euron, is that right? Yep. Um, and yeah, the gotcha. sheep, and his And his fleet, you know, how did they know that they were sailing on, on King's Landing? You know, did somebody, you know, did a bird get out like a tram, to let yeah. them know? Yeah, to let mm-hmm. them know. Because, you know, everybody that's in that room allegedly is pledged to, to Khaleesi. But somebody might not be. They gave some away, probably. Yeah, because they completely got the drop on them as they headed to King's Landing. So Mm -hmm. uh, it it seems kind of dirty to me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) And the snitches get stitches? Does that still work? Yeah. 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 You used it appropriately. (laughs) <laughs> so the 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 one so I've heard I've read the theory that Olena is actually behind that because almost because she wants to force she almost wants to force Khaleesi to burn the land because she has absolutely nothing to live for but revenge at this point and she, you know and she may very well know that her that the that the Tarleys of the world are not going to stand with them and that you know that she just needs to cut loose and get this over with so Olena Tyrell can die knowing she's happy with her vengeance. I've heard that theory. But the other theory I've heard is that um, there's, there's like, basically only one thing they could do at sea, and it doesn't – you don't have to go very far, and it's a pretty good place to hide, and you could easily see them coming, stuff like that. But I didn't actually look at a map or bother to vet that theory. But, yeah, I, I think <laughs> it, it's, either, it's either the time compression of Season 7 where people just magically transport around the land to further the plot, or there's something else yeah. going on. Right. Yeah, that's, uh, right. <laughs> I'm going to go with the last. <laughs> so uh, w- let's talk about the, the big finish then. Uh, we still got some more to go after this, but let's talk about the big finish. That's sort of where this is leading. And uh, in the later seasons, there's been a penchant for these sort of, you know, big CGI supported, but a lot of practical effects, big conflicts. And, and this was one of the, this one was unique, I think, in that we haven't, we've seen, even at sea, we've seen a lot of ship on ship, and even there was the Battle of Blackwater early, but a lot of that was just dominated by the the Dragonfire explosion. But this was, you know, pretty intense uh, pirate on pirate um, violence, um, pretty intense scene all around. And we finally get to see Euron Greyjoy do more than talk, and um, yeah. it turns out he kills a lot. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. So and there was there a couple. Initial- Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you got it. Uh, I was just going to say there's a couple of significant developments out of this. Um, the hard part for me, though, is like, I don't know, maybe I'm old, but like if you set a scene at night without a lot of visual indicators of who is who, uh, I really have no idea what's going on in most of that fight other than the main characters. And half the time they're sort of obscured anyway. So, Right. But, uh, but it was definitely a big fight. What were you okay. going to say, producer? No, yeah, I I thought it was a really, you know, a good 
seen uh, kind of one of the the previous moments before it happened was that uh was the lady from over I want to say Oberlin is <laughs> so yeah. uh, Ober, from Dorn um from yeah. Dorn. Dorn yes the lady from Dorn and Yara Greyjoy yeah and Yara Greyjoy yeah having this you know touching air quotation moment you know before everything hits the fan and then also the the sisters of Dorn or whatever yeah. having their you know well I'm gonna kill who first you know like kind of moment mm-hmm. but it's gonna lead back <laughs> to me as it goes through this with Euron about you know how Again, I'm probably breathing way too much into this. How <clears> the, <throat> the 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 certain ladies of this show kind of get through these things, and yes, they've been brutalized and happened or whatever. But then, like anybody of color, is going to catch it, and all three girls catch it, like <laughs> like for real. And I was like but really I'm, surprised by that. I think one of them. I think one of them. I think one of them will. In addition to the mom. Yeah, one, with I the think mom. One okay. Yeah, okay. two of them were hanging from the the bow of the boat, but yeah, I think she uh, the other two though that one escaped. The, the sand saying, snakes to me, the the sand snakes to me, they were like they're that heel team on Sunday night that always beats up jobbers, <laughs> and then as soon as somebody new comes into the federation, they get fed to them, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. I just, I thought that they, you know, I thought they had done such a good job of kind of building those characters up and giving them some heat. And, but they, they kind of went out like some suckers and, you know, just to, to, to give heat. They did. They to give heat. I wouldn't say they went out like some suckers. They went out fighting, but I mean, they, they yeah, were overwhelmed. Right. They were overpowered. It's not like they, they didn't lay down and take it. So nah. I would say they went out like suckers. I would Man. probably say that they were probably not used to fighting at sea. And a whip and a spear are probably not the weapons to fight pirates with. Okay. No, yeah. especially Man. in close quarters like that. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, yeah. fine. I'm, I'm just mad that they took off two of the most attractive people on this damn show. How about that? Well, well one of them has there to go, go make the defenders, right? And she almost that, didn't. She almost didn't make it back for filming, is what I heard. Oh, they're okay. like, it's which one is, which yeah, one is uh, Who is she under the Colleen defenders? Wing is Colleen Wing is one of the one of the Sand Snakes. Oh, what? Yeah. I'm about to go back and look now. Wow. And the <laughs> other one, the youngest one, the one that that I believe is still alive, is on this show that my daughter used to watch called Mia and Me. It's about this girl who trans trans. She's like the tween little show where. She goes to this magic realm of fairies. I'm like, I saw oh, your okay. titties. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have to watch like this show with my daughter. I'm like, oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. wow. She's actually the one that makes the dirty pussy comment. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Your, your child acting career is. Hopefully you realize that's behind you now. You weren't. You will not be doing that. Part. I don't have that visual line stepper Just earned it. Uh, yes, yeah, that, yes, sir. I, I have to agree with the producer. That is a line. <laughs> that is fucked. But that was damn. Yeah. Funny. Since he already stepped over it, I'm going to step over it again. There's probably a joke in there to be made about, like, the Asian people all looking they like, too. So let's just leave it there. All right. (laughs) 
Because <laughs> oh, I had no idea that was Colleen Wing. Not a clue in the world. None. Yeah. Not, not a did. chance. <laughs> yeah. And Mind was she blind. not? It was she not also? Is that character that, that actress is not all? Isn't she also in um, Force Awakens? Isn't she one of the X Wing pilots also? Oh, I don't think that's oh. the same person. I don't oh. think so. <laughs> well, you just proved my point. <laughs> I he opened the door. I he opened it. I kicked the door down. Walk right through it. Yeah. Back to the battle. All right. So uh, yeah. So we have uh, we have uh, basically seems like everyone on the everyone on the Greyjoy side is feeling pretty confident, uh, having just you know. But I think they forgot that they left the dragons and the Dothraki behind. And they got jumped, <laughs> and it did not go well. I mean, yeah, we have the we have the capture of of uh, Oberon Martell's girlfriend, who I can't think of her name, and her youngest daughter, Sand Snake, the death of two Sand Snakes, <laughs> and then there's Theon. So Theon gets some offense, uh, and then he gets pressed by Euron and. Uh, so his PTSD kicks in and he falls back on his one winning move, which is go over the side. That's what got it. what got him away from Ramsey. I went over the side. Let me go over the side again. Like like we mentioned earlier, I, that's building up to something. Um, I, I believe yeah. you know Theon is going to be the one to take his his uncle out. But, um, yeah, I, I was hoping he, he would seize that opportunity this time, but it didn't work out that way. But, yeah. He's already had his, he's already had his redemption arc. Yeah. So, like, I didn't, I right. didn't think that, you know, having, having another redemption arc is necessary because, I mean, again, there's, what is there waiting for him at the end of the tunnel, so to speak? You know, is he going to be the ruler of the Iron Islands? Like, uh, you know, and I know, and it wasn't clear if he killed Yara. I, well, at least it wasn't to me. Uh, I, no, I, I don't he think he killed Yara. I don't think he killed okay. Yara. I think he took Yara with him or, you okay. know. Her and, he, her and Mama Sansnake. Right, yeah. He okay. took them with him. So, no, I yeah. don't think he killed Yara at all. Okay. So, I mean. Right, right. Yeah, so there's, there has to, it's, this is a redemption arc, another redemption arc for, for Theon. I mean, uh, he's already had that already. So, I thought that would have been a, right, but, a good time for him to go out. a moment where he, you know, where he actually steps up to the plate and becomes a, a man again, is, so to speak. So, yeah, something's um, going to happen with him. Right. Yeah. And, and you could see it building up to that. So, mm. I mean, this, uh, this is probably part of that process. To get him right. to that level, yeah, it was we'll disappointing. I'd say a happy we'll ending is not guaranteed for anybody. No, 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 no. That, no. that is correct. Yeah, I, I, I actually I, wish that he had died earlier than than <laughs> having something even more disappointment like that to happen. That was just like wow. Maybe it would have been better uh, if the uh, Ramsey had killed him or something. I don't know. I know yeah, that's messed up, but I know. Yeah. No, I wish he yeah. had died and during all of that stuff. Yeah, right? that's no all point. I could think about after that scene. It's like, man, just you would have been better if he died. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So 
he's got to throw himself overboard on six and seven and eight <laughs> on his wrestling cards. Good to know. So we have, uh, I guess we'll, we'll leave the king in the north for last, and we'll pick up with, uh, with uh, Sam Wise Tarly, uh, still in mm-hmm. Old Town. Uh, and I think I have to take us to task. We did mention this last week uh, while we were talking about somebody with Grace Trio. We also did have a conversation about Jorah Mormont, but I didn't, I didn't snap to it that that was actually him in the cell uh, while I was mm-hmm. watching it last week. I don't know if you guys I saw was, that or not. We didn't know, but I suspected it was him, but we didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think uh, I, I, thought, I pretty much knew that was him. I, I couldn't think of anybody else that would have been that right. would have had some kind of significance to the story. So, yeah, I, I knew it was him. Yeah, I, I, I listened to the podcast, and then I went back and watched the show. And um, I don't know that it came up there, and it took me a minute to figure it out that that was him. Like you know, because I have to watch it, multiple, you know, several much several times to kind of get what I'm understanding. And again, I still don't get it sometimes. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, the fact that he yeah, go ahead on this grayscale because I'm not even. I, how, how do you get grayscale? Like here we go. This I don't know nothing. How did he get the right. grayscale? He, so he, got, he, he and, got it from somebody, right? When he and Tyrion were looking for Khaleesi, they were on a boat. And so if you remember, That's right. yeah. So they, yeah. They, when the Grand Maester says, if you were anybody else, I'd put you on the boat to Valeria where you could live out your life with the stone men. But since you're yeah. a knight, I'll give you a day. Well, so they just send these people off to this island. And after a period of time, they basically lose their minds and they just become basically stone zombies. And mm-hmm. so they were they were traveling through that land and he saved uh Tyrion from one of the stonemen stonemen but in the process one of them got a hold of him and that's really right. all it takes to give that's all it takes to transfer grayscale so it's this okay. disease that it <clears throat> first of all it like turns all the skin essentially to stone but it destroys their minds as well so no, no okay. did, wait did didn't um Stannis' daughter also had right, and they they right. covered that in the show this week. They said, yeah, they were she her maester. Det- oh yeah, that was the fucked up part when he talks about like, yeah, father of the year Stannis. When he's like, he they had some trader came and sold him stuff, and he bought this doll for his daughter and gave it to her, and that's how she got grayscale because the guy oh. the, the the merchant had contaminated or the. So they didn't say it was intentional, but he had given her this contaminated doll. So it was his fault oh, that she had gotten grayscale. Uh, I didn't his, know that. But the maester, um, the maester that was there, recognized it and treated her, and that was the what they said this week was like: if you catch it early, there's a chance. But if not, then you're fucked. But there's this other way apparently, uh, and and Sam is might as well be Sam Raimi because he had the gross out scenes of last yeah. week, yeah, the and this one, yeah. yeah, the the skin cutting yeah, and the then pattern. the cut to the right. board. I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was gross. It, it, it was grotesque. It was grotesque. And then they did the same thing. They cut to that shot of uh, of whatever that slop was. That guy was eating in the uh, pub. Yeah. Or when they yeah. that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was uh yeah. They're trying to gross us out a little bit every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I you know, it's, it's I, I, I think we have to I we have to sort of figure out like I, I would guess that Sam's motivation here is that, you know, once he finds out it's it's um Geo or Mormont's son, I think 
Lord the Lord Commander Mormont was probably like the first father figure for Sam, and he was sort of powerless to help him when everything went down at Craster's Keep. And so I think it's that sort of combination of of guilt and duty is like he's going to make it up now for his son. Right. Um, right. That's the best right. I could take from it. Yeah, and he did, you know, say something about that that he wasn't gonna, you know, he that his father was a decent man or whatever. So I mean, yeah. He's clearly not going to die from the grayscale. So, you know, it, where's the redemption arc for, for Tormon too? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like where's where's his where's his <clears throat> redemption here too? Because it it has to be something. Either that or he's gonna go nuts so crazy and wind up killing Sam. It, it, right. It's one or the other. Um like I don't think mm-hmm. that you know, I I don't I don't think that there's a, any in between for him at this point. I think um, his original offense. I think he would have had. I think he's got to go to the wall and take the black. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he could he could go right. get cockblocked by Khaleesi again, but <laughs> like the only redemption story for him would be if he goes to take the black and then basically mm-hmm. answers for his crimes, which were selling people into slavery, um, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. somehow redeems the Mormon name. You know, right. that the, that would right. be hard for him if it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. So the last piece of this was uh, Jon Snow, the king in the north. And so the funny thing about about Jon's whole arc is is he's the only person that's figured out, and this is the show, the world, the books, that like none of this other bullshit matters. And and this happened to me when I read the book, and, and particularly after like after the third book, which is where the Red Wedding happened. Then all the Dorn storyline comes in book four, and it's like, what the fuck? They're like starting over the whole, whole, whole another like cast of characters because everyone else is dead, and that's big reason why like I don't really care for the Sand Snakes because they just got all shoehorned in, and they were supposed to be the main characters, and they didn't get all the way through finishing them off in the books, but they've made them completely irrelevant in the show, and so they're you know part of it, but the whole war and everybody dying is pointless because this really is just about the White Walkers coming Black down from the north. Yeah. And John's the only one that knows that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah. So he's at his war council and everybody's saying, no, king of the north, the north, the north, the north. And he's trying to get the point across, like, look, none of that matters. There's, right. you know, We have to have something to fight White Walkers. We know where it is. I have to do what I have to do to get it. And so his, his uh, consolation is, you know, I'm going to go do that, but I'm going to leave Sansa in charge, and we get the smirk from Littlefinger. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I got real worried when I saw Littlefinger. He's like, you can see it on his face at last. Now I'm going yeah, to get well. this, and I'm going to get that power from you, know, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially after the, ex- the exchange with John and the, and the, uh, the crypt. Right, yeah, I was just going to say that. What, what about their yeah. little encounter? And yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is a, if you touch my sister, I'll kill you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Only Brother Beavis is gonna get this uh gonna get this reference, but yeah, John Snow Scott Mossed him. Um <laughs> Scott Mossed. <laughs> he got collared up. You yeah. know, and uh I was I, I mean, we all know that Little Finger is a bad dude. Like we all know this. Like no matter how much he <laughs> loves Caitlin and no matter how much he loves air quotation Sansa, like he's just a bad dude. And so, like, his his comeuppance will be glorious for me, even though I enjoy the character so much. 
Like he he is as evil as Ramsey. He's just not as like deviant or uh, deliberate. He's more crafty with he's, it. Yeah, yeah. He's a yeah. he is a really bad dude, man. <laughs> and you know, uh, can we talk about Sansa uh, constantly questioning Jon Snow too? By the way, again, she did two it again weeks in a row. Yeah. yeah, it's two weeks in a row. Oh, yeah, she no, was I, one of many voices who wanted nothing to do with his plan, and he had to go yeah. with, well, I'm the king, so shut the fuck up, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he yeah. and he said it, too, in his little monologue as well. He's like, I didn't ask for this shit. <laughs> I didn't want yeah, this. Like, everybody yeah, to put them all in the place. got killed. I didn't want any of this. So yeah. I'm just going to do whatever I think that is the best for whatever, but he's like, I didn't want any of this. It's perfectly mm-hmm. fine being at the wall. Yeah. Oh. Until they stabbed yeah. me to death. Then I wanted well, to yeah. like the wall so much. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was that. Yeah. 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 If we go back to Littlefinger and Sansa in a way, I mean, I think we see now, like, his, his plot is he wants to be, he wants to get permission to marry Sansa. And mm-hmm. she shut him down last week. And so the play this week was, uh, you know, maybe John can make this happen. And so if, if this comes about, then he's in the family, he's in the Stark family related to the King of the North. He's, you know, he's the, the ruler, de facto ruler of the Airy. He would probably have to kill Robert uh, at some point. Robin, I guess his name is, uh, mm-hmm. to legitimize mm-hmm. that. But that mm-hmm. seems to be his play. And so when, when the prospects of Jon Snow going off to do something and get himself killed, leaving Sansa in charge, now, all of a sudden, he's that much closer to being the king of the north. Uh, but like you said, that seemed to get shut down even worse than last week as he got the chokehold against the wall. Right. So, <laughs> I, 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 I don't feel like it's appropriate to talk about how much you love someone's mom in front of while they're at the statue of their father's bones. Unless he wanted to piss him off. That's the only thing I Yeah, remember. Yeah, that was high. Yeah. Yeah, it's also wasn't too smart. inappropriate to be like, hey, you know, I love, you know, uh, Kaylin Stark, you know, but your sister all right, too. <laughs> you know, like, that's kind of messed up. Snakes on my lips. You know? Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he didn't bring up the sister. Oh, and I did have sex with the sister. But with her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did have sex with the auntie, too. She yeah. was crazy. Your step. Yeah, well, she was crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, did we leave anything out? No, I think we're good. Um, and I don't. I didn't watch. I didn't see the previews for next week. Although, obviously, uh, what's interesting, what I wonder is, you know, they basically stuck with some of the same cast. I guess with one exception, the Hound wasn't on it this week. But are there other people we really haven't heard from yet this season? Because I feel like they're going to give us a shift here to sort of slow things down. Um, but I'm trying to think of what's, other major characters that haven't really been. What's in the yet. dude that um, that uh, did the, the fought for Tyrion uh, and saved oh, him yeah. from going through the moon? Yeah, uh, Bron. Bron. Yeah, Bron. Yeah, in theory, yeah, he he's in Cersei's army. Um, but yeah, he, he he hasn't had anything to do lately. Mm-hmm. Right. I think. Yeah, I think that's everybody then. Yeah. So we've got probably uh, the siege or the, the assault on Castle Rock coming. We've got the meeting of of Jon Snow and Daenerys. And I think at this point, Jon Snow, only Bran knows that Jon is a Targaryen. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I believe so. 
Yeah. Yeah. He had that reveal as the third eyed Raven. And I don't know that he's had any, he's, so he is back at the night's watch, but I can't imagine right. that he's to just been tell him, Oh, by the way, um, Snow's a Targaryen. They're probably not now the only that comes up in conversation. Now, Kali- now Khaleesi is his aunt. Isn't that correct? Is, it, uh, is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. So they, her dad is Rhaegar. I think they're. Yeah, Rhaegar was uh, Khaleesi's brother. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. So that. So yeah. She's his aunt. Yeah. And obviously, they don't know that. So. Yeah. But that's how they do. That's how the Targaryens do. Incest has been sort of their way of life, and so it seems to me like. I think it's going to have to be. I think we're headed for like, you know, he can, you know, he can go bend the knee as her husband and either rule in the north or Sansa will become the north. But I, I feel like it's pretty inevitable that. They'll, they're going to get married at some point. Yeah, I maybe agree. not within wow. the confines of the show, but that relationship is coming. Yeah, that's coming next week. And was like, uh, "You should invite him here, uh, you know, just to see what a man he is." You know, so she's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, she was. She was pushing that quite a bit, wasn't she?" Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, she was. She's like, uh, "I got to wash him once. It was fantastic." Well, she kind of has the hot for him too, so yeah, that that might be why. Yeah, yeah, she tries. She's she's always in the market for another baby daddy because then she can send off some spirit creature off to kill somebody. So, (laughs) as long as she keeps that choker on, (laughs) why do you have to bring that up? Why'd you have to bring that up? Joker on. Yeah, there's yeah, going to be, yeah. be a Jar Jar mix of it. Game of Thrones where I cut that episode out and rewatch the whole yeah, thing. For real. Yeah, for Yeah, that's like a mix of um, uh, uh, Tangled and that fucked up scene from The Shining, the original. <laughs> like, I don't need to see that. <laughs> you ain't lying. It's like, in, the, in the worst kind of way. Yeah, you never ever need to see that ever again. Yeah, that, that was, it wasn't cool. Ever again. Ever again. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if we've, I think we've we've covered everything and even looked ahead, so I think we're done. Uh, no, who wins and, the week, man? Oh, who you're wins right, the week? Who wins the week? Well, I think oh. I think I have a vote. Okay. I got mine. I think, I think we're, I would give my vote to Euron Greyjoy. I would as well. Yeah, I would. I would too. Yeah, that was yeah <laughs> a big thing. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm probably gonna have to agree with you guys as much as I don't want to, but yeah. <laughs> that was the main action, pretty much. This, this week. It's Theon, the loser of the week. Is he? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably. Or the Sand yeah. Snakes. Or the Sand yeah. Snakes, are they the losers because he's down two no, out of three? Uh, the ultimate losers. The Sand Snakes went, went out fighting, so at least they they put up a fight where Theon yeah. basically ran and jumped in the water. So, <laughs> and got his special move. 
Yeah. That's what we're going to do now, just yeah, look at the damn that's... ocean now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's, 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 that. that's pretty bad, however you look at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Theon, you just let me down. That was so depressing. That was it. That <laughs> was depressing because I was like, come on, Theon. <laughs> he's, been on, he's just been on a downward spiral for so long. He just wanted to <laughs> fix it. Oh, man. He just kept his PTSD kicking in. He was like, oh, yeah. I ain't trying to get taken care of again. Yeah, yesterday it was over. I was like, oh, he's going to run. Right over the side. But like I said, I think this is building up to him getting to the point where he does, you know, become a man again or act like a man again. So, yeah, (laughs) hopefully, hopefully it will get to that point. Well, apparently he's still eligible for a compassionate sex-free relationship with a nice lady. So that's the norm. (laughs) (laughs) Too many eunuchs in this universe. He need to holler at Greyjoy and see how he figured it out. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah, no joke. joke. (laughs) Greyjoy, let me holler, man. I got questions. <laughs> oh, the line! The line is now gone. The line right. is now gone. Right, absolutely. several lines. Right. Yeah. I'm making up for Big Hutch's absence from the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Sandman, you want to sign off? All right, y'all. This is Squire Sandman. Heading back to my my steeds. I got work to do. Damn it. <laughs> um, female perspective. Winter is here. Adios, female perspective. And producer, you want to cover any brothers comics business before you sign off? Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh I am here tonight because Big Hutch is not here. Uh he was at San Diego Comic Con. Uh so there should be a podcast um about that situation and his experience there coming up soon. Uh, Thursday night comic book chat as well with uh, Brother Beavis and Sandman and myself and maybe Big Hutch can join that as well. That should be coming up soon. Uh, I think my text to y'all is like we got a whole backup of podcasts like just freaking all stuck on the 405 to use the California reference for Big Hutch. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, so a lot of stuff will be coming up and a big update's coming to the website as well because I have uh, like seven articles to finish out of the queue. So, um, yeah, just be checking back, brotherscomics.com. Uh, I also have, what is it, uh, Florida Supercon this weekend. Um, so I'll be another freaking podcast and another recap for you all. So, yeah, just be keep keep checking in. And you'll be able to find the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Review, rate, and share. All right. And I'm Brother Beavis. I'll sign off for this week. We'll see you next time for Episode 3 of Season 7 of Game of Thrones. Good night, everybody. Adios. Peace.